we're talking about systematized racism. I agree wholeheartedly. Now, that- and, and I think that when you talk about taxes, one of the things that, that we've kind of fought against here in Philadelphia, and one of the things that we continue to fight about, we have what's called a tax abatement. So people who move into gentrifying communities and can afford to buy new construction get 10 years where they don't pay taxes on the improvement on that property. Right. So they pay for the portion on the land, but they don't pay for the portion on the improvement, which is the building. And we all know that the building is what's worth money. So you might have somebody who should be paying twenty five thousand dollars a year in property taxes, paying eighteen hundred dollars a year in property taxes for this new construction that they just bought because they could afford it. Most of the time they're white. And what tends to happen with the black people who have already been living in that neighborhood is they're paying just as much in property taxes, if not more, because they don't get that 10 year tax abatement. That Mm -hmm. is systemic racism. Lifting every voice till earth and heaven ring. This is Word Radio. 96.1 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD Philadelphia. Black Talk Media. Good afternoon. You're listening to a special WURD host roundtable. I'm Sarah Lomax Reese. We're titling this conversation Black Uprising. This is not new to us. We have been exploring these issues and engaging with our audiences for almost 20 years. So, what's the most pressing issue? that has come up during this particular time that you feel is really defining this moment? What are you hearing from the audience? Solomon Jones, who's the host of our Morning Drive show, Wake Up With Word. I think that the most pressing issue that we face is the most pressing issue we've always faced, which is systemic racism. We have systems that are in place that uh, have oppressed us for, for generations. When my family came to Philadelphia in 1928 through the Great Migration from South Carolina, they were pushed into certain communities and not allowed to live in other communities. And when there was any violation of that, there was violence. There were race riots in the city of Philadelphia. And so they were pushed into certain communities. Not only that, they did not have access to the same kind of financial help that whites did. My grandfather was in the Army and the Navy. There was no great GI Bill for him to move out to the suburbs. That just didn't happen for him. And so not only was our wealth stolen through slavery, but then the years of of Jim Crow that followed that created the conditions for this. And so when you see Trayvon Martin and when you see Ahmaud Arbery and when you see Breonna Taylor and when you see George Floyd, George Floyd was the match, but the powder keg was already there. And so our people are talking about the conditions that existed prior to this that, that made this possible to happen. We're going to go to Charles Ellison. He is the host of Reality Check. I think that, you know, what we have right now in this, this seemingly apocalyptic moment, right? And, and I've been joking about this recently, how it's not just the four horsemen, it's like five, six, seven. What's both distressing, uh, but also refreshing in a sense is how we have this convergence of both a mass public enlightenment and also a global reckoning around the topic of systemic racism. So there is like this, you know, especially when we were growing up, there was this acknowledgement of race, 
but now it's transitioning into an acknowledgement of and, and a demand to do something about racism. And those are two totally different things. We're not accepting just a discussion on race and, oh, how do we get along better? We actually want something done about deep systemic structural issues. And that's what's feeling a bit different about this moment. It's about now recognizing that Black people, especially Black communities, have been on the front line struggling for a long time. And we as Black folks knew this because we live through it every day. But, you know, you're seeing also more of the general, broader public, the global public, and especially many members of the white community understanding that, oh, you know, we need to do something here in terms of deep poverty. We need to do something here in terms of deep environmental racism, poor air quality and water quality, and also high rates of chronic illnesses in these communities so that we get to a word that's been left out of the public discourse quite a bit when we talk about race and racism, and that's parity. We want parity. People are demanding, hey, let's, it's time for policymakers to put their money where their mouth is and eliminate systemic racism, take it head on once and for all. Andrea, we're going to go to you. You are uh, one of the hosts. We have rotating hosts for The Source. I have consistently had conversations with students, with educators, with superintendents. In fact, today on my show,